I'm excited about um, really, con- you know, again, living it, number mm-hmm. one, as an example. Number two, by that, sharing it with people and mm-hmm. then seeing that happen for them, mm-hmm. you know. And I believe that all of this, all of this is that like <clears throat> Bernard Beckwith yeah. talks about in an evolution of consciousness mm-hmm. and a great awakening is really, I mean, we get to shift this whole, let's call it a narrative, this this whole agenda, this whole mm-hmm. whatever. It can shift in a moment. Yeah. Because it really doesn't take, and the beautiful part is that what, let's say the opposition is fighting at this point is the higher vibration. Mm-hmm. Human human existence mm-hmm. is vibrating at a higher level of which is God, is love, is joy, is bliss, mm-hmm. is power, is mm-hmm. awareness. And they're coming at us hard because mm-hmm. they know they don't exist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. The opposition doesn't exist with all that, with mm-hmm. people actually living from that place. Right. So, all right. Let's start by maybe giving me, hmm. Crystal, give me a little bit of reflection on mm. on your perspective on this last year and kind of maybe some things that you've observed, you've become aware of. Oh, man. You know what? There's been a lot of years where there's been a, a lot of growth and a lot of um, clarity and awareness. One of the things I would say, though, is as much as that there's lots of stuff going on in terms of... I'm going to say suffering and contrast and hardships and fear and Mm -hmm. anger and Mm -hmm. the heaviness, the hardships of what, you know, 2020, 21, so on. It's been a tough couple of years, right? A couple of years, yeah. Oddly enough, I've had two really great years. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? I've thought that actually last year too when I was looking at 2020 and Man, there was some really tough things, but I was like, we had actually a really good year. Yeah, we didn't travel anywhere, and right. we love to travel, but, um, but like we did a lot of things as a family mm-hmm. that I think this provided a lot of people an opportunity to like focus on, you know, cultivating your family and your friendships and yeah, just you know, shifting your focus totally, yeah. spending time like being able the whole thing of like being able to say no, right? Yeah, having you know how hard is it? Especially Canadians, we have a hard time saying no. <laughs> But when you feel like you have an excuse, right? Mm-hmm. So people simplified. They really focused on what was important, which is ironic because I, I often, that's a big part of when I talk into people in my office. I'm mm-hmm. saying, you know, part of like when you're overwhelmed and stressed, simplify. Like, you know, reduce what you're doing. Find out what's important to you. Yeah. And so this kind of was a catalyst. I think it fo- focused and forced us to yeah. be in that space, right? Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, I have to be honest with you, some of the stuff that I've actually had to let go of is the guilt around life Mm -hmm. being really good. Mm -hmm. And that the things, the lessons I needed to learn were easy, easier than ever, you know? Okay, sure. There's challenges and lessons and whatever. It's it's like, it was easy easy to get through. It's almost like an expectation that life is shitty right now. Yeah, I know. Like it's not. I know. Like, I mean, yeah, there's tough things happening but there's almost like an expectation when you talk to somebody that you can just be like oh yeah it's so tough or oh I'm, you yeah. know it's just like like we want to just dwell in that place like I it's know. an expectation so you're right there is an element of like releasing that it's okay if you're actually doing good yeah and oh, man there's so many things I could well we'll, we'll go off on shoots mm-hmm. here but um I phoned my mom up the other day and I said I said mom I actually just and the the cool thing lately is that in the past when I've seen something, something's become, you know, to my awareness that, hey, is I'm doing something wrong or it's mm-hmm. a, a mindset that I need to change. It's taken me a little bit to shift that. Yep. But it's instant lately. I'm like, mm, man, wow, that's not helpful. Mm, okay, I'm a changed person. Mm-hmm. That's like four seconds later. What do you think that is? Well, here's the... We're all existing worldwide. Mm-hmm as a higher bi- fire, higher vibration and consciousness. Mm-hmm. Now, we, it's been inevitable. That's where we're all moving. It's been for a while. A collective consciousness is shifting, changing in from a quantum perspective, mm-hmm. quantum uh, mechanics and physics perspective, is we're all at a higher level, higher vibration. So 
I think what's happen, happening is that, for me anyway, I can't speak mm-hmm. for anybody else, but is that I'm just at that level where time doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Time is irrelevant. Time is, an, uh, you know, this illusion that we create. And it really, in any moment that we want to shift our perspective, it, it's actually instantaneous. Or it happened prior to even being aware of it because mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. Right. So for me, it's been... Um, letting go my one of the biggest things was letting go of the guilt that like I said life is good mm-hmm. and letting also letting go of <clears throat> I'm actually allowed to get ex- excited and expi- mm-hmm. inspired right now and that I can still build the life of my dreams in amongst all the potential perception potential mm-hmm. perception of chaos and you know when again when we look at the bigger picture and you're looking at where is this influence coming from that's causing a whole bunch of separation and people against each other, pitting people, you know, having bigger pol- you know, mm-hmm. pulls and polarity. Division. Division. Yeah. All of that. I just get excited about it because all it's doing is pulling the veil back on what has actually been happening gradually over time. time. Yeah. It, it's just revealing it. You're right. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking, I mean, as you're talking about that, it makes me think about, and I've told you this before when I went to Belize in 2012 like like right before the whole <laughs> December was it 21st yeah, 2012 world was gonna end right? right um and we actually went to some Mayan ruins and we did a tour with um one of the he was a local and his father or grandfather was a uh like a, a local shaman, shaman mm-hmm. and he just kind of, I was like, so what's your take on this? Like, you know, are we all going to die in a yeah. week? Like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he kind of chuckled and he's like, no, like, yes, the Mayan calendar is ending. But he said it's really, we're just, we're, we're changing into a new era. Evolving. Um, yeah. So it's an, it's a transition evolution from the iron era to the gold era, which is like the biggest, because you're going from basically the materialism to like the higher consciousness. Dense to... Exactly. Ethereal. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, all right, so what does that mean? He's like, well, it's not instantaneous. No. And he's like, it's probably going to be, you know, my grandfather thinks it'll be 20 to 30 years mm-hmm. of a lot of hardship. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's like, the easiest translation I can give you is he's like, the smarter people will get smarter and the dumber people will get dumber. <laughs> and obviously that's not a, a very nice way in terms of saying that, but <laughs> essentially those that are seeking awareness and enlightenment and consciousness and, mm-hmm. you know, connection to God and, and looking for, you know, what's our, what's our purpose, purpose here on this earth and all of that, there's going to be a real awakening and an opportunity to, mm-hmm. to elevate. Mm-hmm. Right. In the same token, if we're going to stay on the frequency yeah. that we've been on, that has been, you know, like you said, surrounded in fear and anxiety mm-hmm. and and division and anger and blame and victim and all of those things, mm-hmm. that it's actually going to catapult further and yeah. be harder and harder and harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it and it creates a division, but not so much a division of ideas mm-hmm. and but and. You know, it's not a division based on anything that we would quantify a human being by what sex or race or mm-hmm. color or anything like that, but actually a, a division around like our awareness. Yeah. And yeah, our consciousness, the, our awareness. Absolutely. And the coolest part about that, I find, is that people get to make their own personal choice about how they're going to engage in that. It's yeah. not based on any condition that anybody's putting on you or where you were born or how you were raised or what your family's like. It's just a personal choice of like, am I going to choose to rise above my circumstances, to seek love, to seek connection, to seek growth? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to continue to sit in that space? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that going to be easier for some? Absolutely. Yeah, true. There's a bigger and some and for some there's a bigger step. And not one thing that I actually see, though, is there's a smaller gap between awareness uh, there's I'll say this there's so let's say uh you know I was me back when I was 25 26 27 mm-hmm. and learning things getting more aware and consciousness became you know the understanding of lessons learned and, and it almost became like in vogue like right. it wasn't really talked about prior to that right um took a little bit longer you know mm-hmm. the process took a little bit longer and I think you know, as much as that there's some people that this is just brand new for them, the brand new to getting it mm-hmm. is really fast. Yeah. Thankfully, 
You know, like I'm like, man, and even again for myself, you, Mm -hmm. whoever, who've been practiced at this and who Mm -hmm. kind of seek it, look for it, ready for it, available for it. um, Sure, that's happening faster for us. But I think too that the gifted part is that there's a lot of people that haven't been, and it might be abrupt for them, but in the least, it's like happening fast, which is great. Now... If they're choosing it, and I think that's the whole thing. Right. If the information is there, if we want to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is the part where I think, and, you know, I'll I'll speak to this from my faith, that Mm -hmm. I feel like God's always knocking at our door, right? Like always trying to give us, you know, understanding, wisdom, love, connection, um, grace. Like he's always there. Mm -hmm. It's just choice. It's just choice to engage in that, right? Yeah. Um, So that's the whole cool part about this is it's not like it doesn't you know it doesn't matter your previous experiences it doesn't matter like you can't be disqualified Mm -hmm. because of anything you've been through in the past or any experiences you've had Mm -hmm. everybody has equal opportunity to be able to connect to that higher level of understanding ourselves and and understanding you know each other which means we're elevating our society yeah isn't it gorgeous Mm -hmm. I think also like you said when it comes in terms of God or universe or whatever somebody believes in, um, being available for that, some people don't realize they are. And God will find you wherever mm-hmm. you're at, which is, I mean, that's, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. it, I've never called what I've known to be God as God until recently. And mm-hmm. even then, even calling the whole thing God, in the in terms of what I feel and know mm-hmm. from a, a raising of consciousness perspective mm-hmm. or even awareness, I know it's that. At the same time, it's along the way I was how I was available for it, where he found me or or where the right. universe supported me in that shift and change was at some really weird spots in my mm-hmm. life, right? And I'm like, oh man, okay. So in terms of everyone else, and us included, but everyone else at this point, you know, you're, <laughs> the p- people are having a lot more reasons. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that it's just, they're like, oh, well, they don't have an excuse anymore to sit behind mm-hmm. that door of going, I'm okay. Right. The, I don't the, have to participate. Right. It's not for me. Right. It's, there's no, there's no option. There's less of an option Mm -hmm. anymore to resist it. Right. Because, well, and it, and then it's also more intuitive, I think. Now, and again, I'll say this though. Opposition from the perspective of trying to keep us Mm -hmm. as human beings from this awareness and Mm -hmm. the consciousness and being the powerful, um, you know, empowered. Mm -hmm. Free free, right, people is, you know, getting to that place is so much Mm -hmm. easier these Mm -hmm. days than it ever has before. Well, and opposition isn't new. I mean, look at a a history textbook, you know, look at any movie, um, you know, what's the key theme always going to be? You know, somebody going through some level of adversity, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a bad guy, there's Mm -hmm. always a bad guy. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you know, they overcome the obstacle. Love always wins. Light always wins. I mean, it doesn't matter what movie you watch, what. And truth is when you look at history, Mm -hmm. because that is the truth. Mm -hmm. And our heart knows that. That's why it resonates. That's where like, yeah, that makes sense. In Mm -hmm. fact, when it doesn't, it really doesn't sit with us well, Mm -hmm. you know, because we know in our heart that God is above all. Mm -hmm. And so if it's, and he instilled that in us, like that's how we're created to know. Uh, that's why we choose love. Love is number yeah, one because, yeah. you know, we're built for love. Yeah, it's we're equipped nature. for it. It's exactly. natural. You know, it's, we get back to this whole suffering thing. One, we've had a couple conversations about, you know, the requirement for suffering. And I really, I really believe there isn't one anymore. There's no requirement for the perception. Uh, so I'm not discarding or dis, uh, make, you know, disrespecting the fact that some people are having a really hard time and, and some people have, been through some real shit. Absolutely. Right? And me too. Mm-hmm. But um we don't we don't have to move forward expecting it. Mm-hmm. And we do that unconsciously. Like mm-hmm. we, we we're bombarded by 
massive influence of suffering mm-hmm. through media, through TV, through movies, mm-hmm. through music, through mm-hmm. the unconscious ways to hypnotize people into, hey, guess what? Suffering is right here. Mm-hmm. And if we just stop and go, first of all, I'm not going to actually participate in anything that reminds me of suffering. I'm not mm-hmm. going to read it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to whatever. And then I'm going to look for the places that don't have it. And I'm going to decide that life doesn't require Focus it. Focus your, en- your, right. your energy on that. Life doesn't require <clears throat> me or anyone else to suffer to know God, mm-hmm. to know joy, to mm-hmm. have celebration, to to live the best mm-hmm. version of, to have heaven on earth. And, at I, this but point. I, and I think, and I know we've um, talked about this before because mm-hmm. I'm a big, I love history and I love <laughs> learning about history. And I mean, anybody open a Bible, there's a lot of suffering <laughs> Um, and you've mm-hmm. always come like, why? Like, why do you have to, why do you want to engage in that? Why do you understand that? And it's not because I want to dwell on the suffering. It's actually because I want to, I also want to see the victory. I want to see the overcoming. Yeah, but here's my question though. Okay, so I'm not going to disregard the fact that that's historical mm-hmm. and that is interesting to somebody mm-hmm. and that it's perfect for you, but perfect for you right now to do what you desire to do and you, where you then can see the value in the victory. What I'm saying is we don't need the suffering to see value in victory. Mm-hmm. We, like, why, why seek the suffering to know victory, to well, know Well, I peace? think there's a difference between consciously or even unconsciously seeking suffering mm-hmm. versus acknowledging it. And then through the understanding of overcoming, like what that instills in me mm-hmm. is that when I'm faced with challenge, because we are all faced with challenge. I yeah. mean, again... COVID could be extremely challenging for people right oh, now. Yeah, yeah. But how we look at it, so when I when I hear of a person overcoming, when I hear of somebody go through a struggle, you know, that's some of the most empowering things that 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 we can be um, connected to because mm-hmm. it gives us courage to face our own stuff. Okay. It gives us courage and uh, capacity to say, hey, if that person can do it, why can't I? So it gives us more strength to face the things that... You know, if we're not aware of how and why we're creating it, it can be very drowning at times where people just don't, you know, we don't know what we don't know. I guess that's what I'm saying is what I want to do is I want to be, help, well, first of all, continue to remind myself. um, And then through living, Mm -hmm. through life, through an example, and maybe it inspires other people Mm -hmm. to realize, to recognize that, first of all, we've accidentally created it. We've accidentally created the suffering. Mm-hmm. We've accidentally bought into it has to happen before we're actually going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many times people will create... How do we, I, who was I just talking with today about um, needing a victim story to actually... Oh, it was about the book. The book mm-hmm. that I re- have given to everybody <laughs> lately. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But um, is that, you know, there's a victim story needed to actually... to to be worthy mm-hmm. of a success story. Mm-hmm. No, there, there isn't I mean, suffering and worthy that's what of I would value. Say every story that, you know, yeah. people get captivated by is somebody that goes through some sort of, tri- you know, trial and then they have victory. Yeah. But which, what if we started celebrating more stories that didn't have that and just were easy? Well, and that's, I think the transition and shift that I think Thankfully. you're trying to come Thankfully. to. Because I think actually in society we've gravitated and we've we've been very, um, I mean, it, I can speak to this myself when I wanted to write my book. Mm-hmm. I really didn't see it relevant to talk about my story of how I overcame MS. Right. And people are like, what do you mean? Like, that's like really empowering and encouraging. I'm like, nah, is it really? Like, it's just mm-hmm. kind of part of my past. I just feel like it's not mm-hmm. really my story anymore. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but when I shared... Um, which was really vulnerable for me. Mm-hmm. But when I shared, people were like, it gave, for them, it felt like I ha- it gave it a, a form of connection. Like people could understand me better. They could understand where I've been and what I've come through. And it gave them courage to say, hey, if you can do this. So I think our culture has been centered around that idea of overcoming for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe what you're trying to highlight or what you're saying is that we don't need to keep in that mm-hmm. narrative anymore. No, and absolutely that, not. That maybe that's part of the veil that COVID is lifting is that why do we have to keep being in a place of suffering? 
end because one of the things, if you've ever answered one of those questionnaires, like those personality questionnaires, <laughs> you know, and they ask you, do you celebrate your friends' victories? Yeah. You know, do you, like when they're doing well, do you, do you feel envious inside of you or jealous or do you, are you like their number one, you know, you're doing awesome, yeah, great. Exactly. I think it's really hard for people to celebrate others when they're not in a good place or when they are comparing themselves. And mm -hmm. that's the part they think needs to shift. Yeah. I is agree. that we can be in a space of your success doesn't mean I'm not good enough. Yeah, hundred percent. It is about But the when we've been in a culture that's all about comparison and yeah. competition, yeah. psychologically, that's a real difficult task. I think we have to evolve and this is part of that evolution yeah. and, and getting where it doesn't like your journey is your journey and it's irrelevant what other people are doing. So celebrate the things that are wonderful and great because what does that bring? Brings um, joy and happiness mm -hmm. and connection mm -hmm. and all the things that we're trying to cultivate. Yeah. And I honestly, Alana, I'm grateful that you're, um, you know, bringing this to the conversation because I just, I really believe that it is where we're going right now. It is actually those paradigms those ideas, those things that, that society in general has really wrapped a lot of self-worth, self-love and value around, mm -hmm. hey, I'm important, hey, I'm this, I'm, has been a victim story and a suffering thing. And, and I'm really excited to see that shift. I'm excited to see people go, holy crap, that was so easy for you. I'm, that's amazing. Right. And I do it all the time. I'm like, man, I'm, I celebrate the, the easy screw stuff. Screw you. Yeah. I'm like, everybody's like, oh, that must was too nice. easy for the, yeah, it must be nice. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Because, I mean, when we move in that direction, everybody gets to participate that way. Right. Your shift, your your life starts to actually shift. Right. And I think the the gap that is has come from what you were saying, competition and comparing and and being on a side of somebody and jealousy and envy and all mm -hmm. this other stuff is going to be less and less and less as we really just celebrate, hey, things, life is actually meant to be abundant, yeah. prosperous, easy, yes. joyful for no reason. Yeah. Not because you, you know, you suffered for 25 years. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. you know, you just never suffer and have yeah. all that. Well, and just because you're alive. I mean, right. that's the truth. Well, you're worthy. Because you were created, yeah. because you were mm -hmm. put on this earth mm -hmm. with intention, yeah. not by accident, right. no matter the circumstances to which your parents were together, right. your life is not an accident. It's intentional. It was 100% intentional, which means that you are worthy to be here and have all the things that God promises us. Yeah, which is all the good stuff. Love, you know, connection, yeah. a, a purpose, um, abundance, mm -hmm. all those things. Mm -hmm. um, ease, peace, bliss, joy. It's part of our divine blessing yes. and gift for yes. just being created. So just, I, I'm excited about um, really, con you know, again, living it, number mm -hmm. one, as an example. Number two, by that, sharing it with people and mm -hmm. then seeing that happen for them, mm -hmm. you know. And... I believe that all of this, all of this is that like <clears throat> Bernard Beckwith yeah. talks about in an evolution of consciousness and mm -hmm. a great awakening is really, I mean, we get to shift this whole, let's call it a narrative, this, this whole agenda, this whole mm -hmm. whatever it can shift in a moment Yeah, because it really doesn't take. And the beautiful part is that what let's say the opposition is fighting at this point is the higher vibration. Mm -hmm. Human human existence mm -hmm. is vibrating at a higher level of which is God, is love, is joy, is bliss, mm -hmm. is power, is mm -hmm. awareness. And they're coming at us hard because mm -hmm. they know they don't exist. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist. The opposition doesn't exist with all that, with mm -hmm. people actually living from that place. Right. And so they have to dumb us down. They have to mm -hmm. make us suffer. They have to pull the resources. They've got to, but we don't have to participate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually well, don't have to participate. And, and that's where I've had this sense, and I don't know, um, from the beginning, uh, you know, that God's probably put on my heart, but it's just been a truth where mm -hmm. I felt like no matter what goes on, you know, in these last two years and going forward, mm -hmm. that I'll be okay and I'll rise above it. So even if things are going down in my surrounding circumstances, I just have a great level of faith that I'll be okay and I'm going to rise above it. Mm -hmm. 
And because I have that full fledged confidence. confidence in mm-hmm. that, it's not just a gee, I hope. No. It's a, a knowing. A knowing. Mm-hmm. I absolutely know I'm going to be fine. Well, it's not even fine. I'm going to say this thriving. Because we've been fine for a long mm-hmm. time. We don't need to be fine anymore. Mm-hmm. We actually get to thrive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, even just think, I was, I was thinking about this the other day. I have opportunities in my life that not a lot of people do because I've accidentally or on purpose chose my life in the way that it is with, that gives me a lot more autonomy and a lot more freedoms. Mm-hmm. But not than a lot of people, but it, than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I sit here and I go, man, do I choose to move towards the options I have mm-hmm. as long as they're intuitive, as long as they're inspired, but I want to take everybody with me, but Hey, it's not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And what, and it, I'm like, uh, they, they chose the path that mm-hmm. they are on. Absolutely. They chose the space and place that they're in right now. At the same time, they can choose their perception. Mm-hmm. So how do I help them? Well, first of all, change, help them in their perception of things mm-hmm. that exactly no matter what, if you're, if you're feeling the lower vibrational mm-hmm. emotions and you're seeing the lower vibrational mm-hmm. things, stop that, mm-hmm. change it to the higher vibrational emotions and the higher vibrational right. things. Well, and recognize what you're focusing on. What are you watching? What conversations are you having? Who are you hanging out with? Exactly. And just start, I mean, it starts with even little things of like, okay, I'm just not going to watch whatever program. I'm yeah. not going to participate in having a conversation. I took mm-hmm. Facebook for the last two years off my phone completely. Yeah. Um, because I was just like, I don't need to, I don't need to be involved in any conversations there. And I honestly don't need to read anything that I need to know is not going to be there. No, exactly. So I just chose and I Mm -hmm. really don't look at Instagram. Mm -hmm. I use it slightly for Mm -hmm. my, my, my business, Mm -hmm. but I, I, you know, that's the part of, I made that conscious choice because I know it wasn't serving me. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the same for, you know, someone Mm -hmm. else or maybe it's something else where it's like, oh, I just got to stop having this conversation with Mm -hmm. this person. And or if you're participating in those social media, beautiful opportunities, what I mean by that is make it a beautiful opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, don't unconsciously be a part of it. Be consciously a part of it and really think through what you're sharing, what you're looking at, what you're posting, Mm -hmm. what you're saying, how you're feeling, whatever, when you're participating in it. Because there is, there is... I mean, the information sharing without the manipulative algorithms and censorship, mm-hmm. of course, is an opportunity, too, mm-hmm. to influence in a positive direction. Right. Um, but at the same time, you have to be careful. It's a slippery, slippery slope otherwise. Right? And there's a whole bunch more coming down the pipeline. Like, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to pumble us in that direction mm-hmm. because we're meant to actually not go there. Well, and I think, too, that that's, you know, social media has, you know, sure, it's got benefits and it's, you know, for many people has, you know, been their lifeblood to their business or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but with it has also created more separation, more depression, more mm-hmm. isolation. You know, it's like I can have a, you know, thousand friends on Facebook, but nobody that I'm actually like emotionally Connected connecting to. with. Right. And. Um, sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. Well, so I, you know, my thought on that is just that, you know, social media is one reflection of that, of our choice of how we're participating and if we're participating. But the whole point is just, like you said, being a lot more conscious of how we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Why, what's the, what would be my reason for Mm -hmm. sharing something? Mm -hmm. I tell people in my office all the time, there's Mm -hmm. two reasons why we share information. It's either because we feel like we have to convince someone Mm -hmm. Or we have to justify ourselves. Mm. Or the second reason is because we want people to understand us. Oh. And if you're sharing because you want someone to understand you, mm-hmm. meaning I want to connect with you, so I'd mm-hmm. like you to know me. Right. That energy is completely different mm-hmm. than me sh- telling you. It could be even the similar information, mm-hmm. but I'm feeling like I got to convince you of something. Yeah. Or I have to justify why I feel something. That never mm-hmm. comes from a good place. Yeah. And so even just understanding your intention for having a conversation or sharing something. And if it's not going to leave people elevated and... Mini- Remember, you're a role model to someone in in your life. Mm -hmm. Everybody is a role model to someone. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a sphere of influence. And if your influence isn't for positivity or elevation, Mm -hmm. then that's the part where we need to reflect on ourselves. Yeah, exactly. That's where I need to start. You know, whoever, like we need to start changing there. Yeah. Because we got to... So how do you do it? We got to become the beacon. I'd like to actually just talk about 
you know, some of the ways that I keep myself grounded, that I actually, and you, and vice versa, you know, because some people, this is not a practice for some people. You know, it's not, some pe- and people do it all differently, mm-hmm. and often it's unconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, they're not consciously doing it. They're just stumbling into it. Right. So what are some of the things that you do that keep yourself elevated, that keep yourself, uh, other than obviously we just talked about what to get rid of, mm-hmm. but what do you do to keep moving forward with it? Well, I feel like um, one is I'm always reading something. Mm-hmm. I'm always engaged in some sort of, um, whether it's a book or listening to a podcast or something mm-hmm. around bringing myself new awareness, mm-hmm. new understanding, new perspective, because we mm-hmm. learn from each other. True. Um, I mean, that's a big reason why we're motivated to do this, right? Yeah. So for me, I have to have yeah. someone speaking into my life too, yeah. right? And True. that's got to be people I trust and I, you know, I think come from that same authentic place. I really um, do. So, you know, I'm always engaging in, in reading something um, just mm-hmm. because I think, you know, for me, information really helps me kind of question and look at things a bit differently. And I need time to myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing more important than just getting quiet. Yeah. You know, breathing. You know, sometimes it's, you know, I, I maybe, you know, I'll read the Bible and then I'll kind of, you know, pray on something or I'll, I'll just get quiet. Yeah. And I'll just be like, okay, just anything that needs to come, just let it come. Yeah. Um, be, yeah, be available. Exercise is a big thing for me. Yeah. It's actually a part of... Meditative. Been, totally. It's yeah. been part of my life. And I'm not just even talking yoga. It could be a walk. It yeah. could be... Um, it could be something like really intense physically. Kicking the shit out of bag and Muay Thai. I, I you know? love to kick shit out of bag. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Ninja. Uh, right now my back won't let me do it, but uh, it is one of my that's favorite meditative. Things. <laughs> um, you know, because after yeah. it, you know anybody that's had a really hard workout, what do you feel after? Yeah, you exhilarated, feel, peaceful. Exactly. Yeah. Y- you know, there's an endorphin release, mm-hmm. and that endorphin release helps to shift your perspective on things. 100%. So yeah. you choose to eat better. You yeah. choose to oh, right, drink, drink more drink water. water. <laughs> all those things. Like people will say True. time and time, yeah, when I'm exercising, I take better care of myself. Yeah, that's not a coincidence. Right. Um, it's so, a good check-in. Exactly. Yeah. So when we're doing those things, we're making better choices. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, we're going to um, make those steps that we know and listen to ourselves is what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the things that I do. Yeah. I journal. Yeah. Um, I've got a story. I recommend journaling all the time. Not (laughs) not as good at practicing myself, (laughs) but I do once in a while when I'm inspired. You know, I always thought, well, I want to be more efficient. I should just voice note. But there's something about getting the cramp in your your hand Mm -hmm. from writing. And then, you know, the crazy thing, I've journaled and journaled, journaled, and I don't, maybe I've looked back at the journal 10 times in my life. Like, it's just journaling Mm -hmm. to get it out. Right. And, you know, not to go back and reflect or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you know, the odd time. And I'm like, whoa, that came out of my mouth. Like, or whatever, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. And, and I really value like my journal, like, cause it has sometimes inspirational quotes yeah. or just uh, like ideas. I got my second book in there. <laughs> yeah, I've got like exactly. all these things and I, I really cherish journaling. my journal. Yeah. I'm like, oh, where's my journal? Yeah. Not because I care if anybody reads it. Yeah. It's just like, it's one of those things cause it's got An cherished outlet. ideas and thoughts and mm. inspiration in it. And it's, I think, you know, whether you're doing it every day or you're mm. doing it just when you feel inspired, I think there is a real um, gift to writing things out. You yeah. actually engage your your right brain after you write for about five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you ever looked at your writing, your writing will change. actually change. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little bit so more So it gets flowy. more messy? <laughs> yeah, it can be a little bit more messy, a little bit more flowy. You'll just notice maybe you're, it was very correct and, uh, you know, upright, and then it starts having a little bit of a curve. Interesting. Yeah. Go back and check it out. I will. I <laughs> and will. that's when all the thoughts start coming out. And, you know, because we're often very much fo- focused into our left brain because that's our analytical, rational side. That's where culture really tells us we should be all the time. True. So we're not really in that creative ins- inspiration place that, you know, the the part where we're more abstract thinking. That's mm-hmm. our right brain, right? I actually get, I mean, it's actually a little bit addictive for me because I will, I'll sit down. Oh, I'm just going to write for 20 minutes. Two hours later, I'm like, oh, another chapter. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few books. Yeah, I know, I know. I got some that I got to rewrite a few that won't throw some people under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> got to do it in alias, third That's person right. alias. You just need I mean. a good editor. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> totally. I can't spell. Mm-hmm. I don't care about, or about, uh, what do you call it? Um, 
punctuation right. and grammar. Grammar. <laughs> Editors are brilliant. That's actually, I feel like editing is like rewriting the book anyways. Well, no kidding. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, my brothers, uh, I'll never, I didn't even know they were Dax actually was doing this, but I was, I would journal. And then he had quoted my journal a couple times or something mm-hmm. or whatever. He was so, reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my. It's your worst to, nightmare as a, as a teenager. Seriously. <laughs> you know? And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to actually fix that. I'm going to actually journal in images. Hmm. So I write a, I just started journaling in images that would remind me of what I was, you know, thinking, feeling, mm-hmm. whatever. Dax says to me one day, just so you know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> what you should have said is just started writing down the names of these girls that had crushes on him and then, yeah, exactly. and then he would go up to them and they'd like he would want to ask them out and he'll like go and do something and exactly. embarrass himself that yeah, would totally, probably learn him I totally manipulated that way okay yeah. but then what happened was when I started getting into tattoos I realized that that's what I was doing with the tattoos on my body is, mm. is I'm like oh I would, I would f- have an experience and I'm like oh I could see that in an image or an mm-hmm. idea and and then my body became a journal. <laughs> I still have space for more, but I don't yes. think it's going to. Yeah, I'm trying never to tell myself. I try, I'm trying to tell myself I'm never. not. But I already have an idea for yeah. another tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> you go through life experiences. But anyway, this is, um, you know, man, we could go off on this tangent when it comes mm-hmm. to this topic. But I, I think one of the things that I want to make sure that we do is talk about what are the ways that you know, people can ch- make the ch- positive mm-hmm. changes and um, embrace where we're actually at and mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing, which is, again, a great awakening. It's mm-hmm. actually a, a beautiful opportunity to move towards ease and grace mm-hmm. and forgiveness and connection mm-hmm. and collaboration and joy. Do you, do you know how many people I walk around when I'm not wearing a mask? I walk around and people are like, oh, how are you? Do you know how many strangers would have never said that to me? Mm-hmm. Two years ago, right? Just because I walked past them and smiled at them, and they'd be like, "How are you?" Right. You know, like we're craving connection for oh. sure, and it's so inspiring. Well, you know, on that topic of how do we do that, mm-hmm. um, you know, since you brought up journaling, a lot of the times what I suggest people do if their journal is, you know, because journaling can be a bit daunting if you've never done it. You're mm-hmm. like, "What am I supposed to do? Sit down and like write about my day?" Mm-hmm. I'll give people questions mm-hmm. of what to journal about. So a question, like good questions, to kind of bring bring on some self-reflection might be like mm-hmm. um you know what are you tolerating in your life right now mm-hmm. right uh what are you mm-hmm. how are you limiting yourself right mm-hmm. now or where you might perceive our limitations and then ask yourself how you're participating in that because maybe it's hard for you to see your own limitations so maybe see where you're feeling stuck and then ask you how you're contributing Right. How are you contributing to that? That's right. Because sometimes we we tend to think it's other people are limiting us Mm -hmm. versus not really looking at how we're participating in it. Because again, we can't change people. So this has to always come from Mm -hmm. the change within. Mm -hmm. I mean, we change ourselves and that will inevitably change our relationships, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for good. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, it might cause some ending of relationships if those other people choose not to, you know, grow and shift and shift as well. Yeah. But, you know, just to kind of start that, when you say that, how do we do this in ourselves when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling like I can't see the other perspective, I can't. Get a bag and beat the shit out of it. (laughs) First. That works too. Get the energy out. Get the emotion out. You know, and sometimes it's just having to, you know, maybe we're not acknowledging the feeling. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes what I recognize when I feel something is like I'm not actually just letting myself feel Feel it. Feel it, exactly. It's like an awareness and it's there, but I'm kind of rationalizing it. I'm not actually acknowledging, man, I just feel frustrated or I feel really helpless or I feel really, you know, just acknowledge it because sometimes that's all you need to do. Honestly, honestly, I think that's one of the biggest tricks I've ever learned when it comes to health and wellness, emotionally, mentally, physically, is is going, wow, that's anger. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's actually sorrow. Wow, that's mm-hmm. jealousy. Wow, that's whatever that is. Having a vocabulary for it. Oh too. man, I had to actually <laughs> yeah. well, a counselor once told me, he's like, Crystal, you need to go Google feeling words. I'm like, yes. what? Joy isn't everything? You know? <laughs> right. What do you mean anger? I don't feel anger. Right. Isn't that called Frustration, right, <laughs> right. Um, he says, he says, tell me, tell me what you're, what you're feeling. I have five words for it. <laughs> <laughs> happy, sad, right? Happy, sad. 
true mm-hmm. though. Yes. And Actually, that's most people. Yeah. That's most people. We don't have the vocabulary. We weren't taught. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to recognize the feeling, own the feeling, yeah. like fully dive into it. Um, and, but not live in it either. Like, you know, statistically, you know, they say emotion will last for about 90 seconds. A minute or so. Yeah. yeah. And, so that, and that's the thing. Go there. Feel it to let it go. Yeah. Not to hang on to it. Right. We tend to, actually, ironically, the very thing we're doing by not feeling it is, is holding on to it. On, yeah, exactly. And then it yeah. spills out in all the other things and the mm-hmm. trivial things are like, you know, then your spouse is like, why did you just blow up at me? Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with that situation. Mm-hmm. It was the unresolved hurt that you've been feeling for months that you haven't a, acknowledged in yourself so that you could do anything about it. Mm-hmm. True. So I had an interesting experience with anger. And man, it's been a nemesis of mine for a long time. Went into a naturopath before I was seeing you. I went into a naturopath, actually probably still when I was seeing you. But um, And he says, oh, I got some new German medicine that's going to help your liver problems. I'm like, I don't, okay, liver, mm-hmm. pro- liver problems. He goes, yeah, Crystal, you have an anger issue. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm actually never angry. He goes, well, your skin's telling me this, your li- liver's telling yeah. me this and whatever. And I'm like, mm. he goes, don't worry. I've got this new German medicine that's going to help you. I'm like, okay. Anyway, it gives me drops to go home with, whatever, take 10, mm-hmm. three times a day, whatever. And this medicine, you're going to, well, you know, yep. I was just learning at the time was supposed to help the emotions come up, but the emotions to flow release. and release. Mm-hmm. And I was good with that. As long as they're going to come up, they can go. Good. The beauty of homeopathy. Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> he overdosed me, I think, because <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, first of all, I was like, I'm not angry. And he goes, uh, well, you've just learned to cope. I'm like, no. You know, beating the crap out of people for 15 years in the ring was not coping. It was athletic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a career. He's like, okay, so, or whatever. All yeah. the things I did to manage. But one of the things about recognizing that emotion was I, there was actually massive fear around around feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I did want to go back to this because I think, I've met a lot of people that just are so afraid to feel their feelings because mm-hmm. they feel, like I did at the time, completely out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I will kill somebody if I get angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, when I actually get angry, there's a there's a tipping point mm-hmm. that, you know, and part of that tipping point was that I just never let myself feel it. Mm-hmm. And then it would just, and then I'd feel so afraid mm-hmm. to feel it. I had to cope in ways to just mm-hmm. let the energy move otherwise, physically, right. whatever, right? But in that, I went home with this homeopath, this medicine, and uh, and I, I I became very angry. <laughs> <laughs> I almost and lost my career. It. My relationship at the time was about to end, and I'm like, went back to him, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> whatever medicine you just gave me, you just gave me too much because. <laughs> Now I'm really fucking angry. Oh, excuse my language. <laughs> it was I'm, relevant. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm really angry. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh. And I'm like, no. Like, I'm almost out of the relationship I'm in. I'm, I almost lost all my clients. <laughs> we need to back off on this stuff. <laughs> anyway, he's like, I'm like, what can I do when I'm feeling this anger? And he goes, well, let it, let it go. I'm like, it's not that easy. <laughs> no, no. Well, especially get anger. We're not taught how to experience it in a yeah. healthy way, right? Well, and a part of it was I had such a tiny container mm-hmm. sticking it. I just it, I learned to let it literally in my mind have space within the vicinity of me mm-hmm. to move around mm-hmm. without having to be expressed externally. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, sh- let it show up. Well, and that's I think why people anger, particularly they're afraid of it, is because in their experience, anger has either led to hurt, mm. you know, emotionally or physically, mm-hmm. um, either to herself or others. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just say, oh, I don't want to go there. Um, I think another reason, too, people don't want to experience emotion is because there's a feeling that it's just going to bring up, like, whatever experience, you know, created that emotion that is just going to bring up that experience again. And Mm -hmm. it'll just like re-traumatize and it'll just the intensity. But like Mm -hmm. I said, emotions, you know, if we can really understand it, it's 90 seconds. It's the same as if you were to hear a funny joke and you laugh to it. Yeah. It's that same thing. You laugh for for 90 seconds. And if I tell you that joke later, you're kind of like, man, it's true. That's a good point. So if we can just, you know, say, what can we do for 90 seconds? I mean, 
women, you've had children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been giving birth for centuries and you withstood a lot longer than that. <laughs> right. So we can withstand 90 seconds. Uh, and men, you've endured your mm-hmm. women going through labor. So mm-hmm. you understand that too. Right. So, there, you know, we can, we can learn to express our emotions, understand them, what they are, get a vocabulary, experience the emotion, release the emotion so that then we're not coming at the situation from that emotional charged place. Yeah. Right. So we yeah, can exactly. have greater perspective on life. So yeah. we're not holding on to old hurts and that's skewing the way we can see things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we feel like we've been, um, you know, somebody's hurt us or we've been wronged and we're mm-hmm. holding on to that, you know, anger, resentment. frustration, mm-hmm. resentment, whatever it might be, well then that's going to color your current perspective. Yeah, that's, it is. You are bringing that into your table. current reality yeah. all the time. All the time. You're, yeah. you know, that's, many of us, most of us at some level, the unresolved emotions, whether we're conscious of them or not, Mm -hmm. is always going to skew our perspective. And so it's really keeping us stuck in our past. True. Yeah. And this is a time where we need to be moving forward. Yeah. And again, coming back to where we're all at right now, man, this is stirring up a bunch of those Mm -hmm. emotions for people. And so if there's a gift at all to help, I mean, listening to some of the things I've been through and you've been through Mm -hmm. at this point is is let feel your feelings mm-hmm. they're valid man feel your feelings and let them shift mm-hmm. let them shift and then take a new perspective yeah actually consciously go no i want to see this differently mm-hmm. i have a tattoo on my shoulder that that's wound through the hawaiian yeah. islands it says uh paradise can be just a shift in perspective mm-hmm. and it's exactly that simple mm-hmm. it's like hey am i can i see what is happening once i feel the feelings mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure t- to get to that place of change in perspective until you kind of just let yourself sit mm-hmm. where you're at for a minute. Well, I think if you if you don't experience the feeling, what we often intellectually do yeah. is it's like, oh, I'm feeling something. I don't want to feel that. Oh, I just want to look at this differently. Right. And so we skip it. Yeah. yeah and, and then we yeah. wonder why it still affects us. Right. Because we, in order to shift our perspective, in order to learn from it and be like, how could I do that differently? Yeah. We have to understand what we feel, experience it, understand why we felt it. Yeah. Because, you know, that's important too. Mm-hmm. And then be like, okay, well, how could I look at this differently? Right. How could I shift my perspective? Huge part of it's it is exactly. It's got to go through that process. Right. Exactly that process. And it, like you said, 90 seconds. It, and it's not... It's really not a hard thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I didn't even know how to do it at one mm-hmm. point or another. And then obviously, I mean, I'm not perfect. Nobody else is. I get stuck in it too. And I'm like, right. somebody has to say, hey, you know, you're hanging on to that. I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. <laughs> Oops. Well, and, yeah. and sometimes that shifting of perspective is just recognizing that actually by holding on to that feeling or that perspective, it's giving that person that's wronged you your power. Right. Right. So maybe it's just like my, maybe my way out of this is I just need to like forgive that person, whether they deserve it or not. Forgiveness is not about them. Right. Um, so that they no longer have that influence in your life. And ironic, we like, you know, especially when it's somebody that's hurt us, the last thing we would ever want is them to have any control in our life. Yeah. And here we are, you know, living in a space where they're actually, we're allowing them to, you know, dictate how we feel and be stuck in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the biggest get, yeah, true. And I mean, that's that's a a constant for me too, Mm -hmm. is consciously going, oh, I actually can free myself of this by that forgiveness, by that acceptance, Mm -hmm. by that relaxing into what you can control, what you can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then coming back to celebration and coming back to gratitude and coming back to joy and love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe some of the people in my past look at me like I'm, a little insane might go up to give them a hug when, you know, they really just pissed me off at one point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, for real. Like, mm-hmm. how are you? And mm-hmm. I hope you're good. And, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, she's crazy. <laughs> well, and because in our culture that, you know, for the most part, you know, it's almost encouraged to hold your grudges. And, you yeah. know, that's why we're seeing so much division. I mean, like I said, like we've said, this this whole situation that we've been in for the last few years is just mm-hmm. rev- unveiling the psyche that's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's, you know, it feels intense because mm-hmm. it's really being a catalyst for change rather quickly. Yeah. Right. It's it been under the rug for a while. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, no, actually now is the time to face it. Now is the time uh, for transformation. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, it is an amazing opportunity for evolution huge and 
absolutely i believe that's actually mm-hmm. the point mm-hmm. it, it actually is the point to all of this yeah is it's necessary that, well, yeah, and and man, we can actually embrace that and go move forward and towards it, and and then assist and help people to actually hopefully recognize that mm-hmm. and and move forward and towards it, mm-hmm. and that is way easier. Mm-hmm. And then we don't all this doesn't have to be a long drawn out journey. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, paradise is just around the corner. Absolutely, I know that. And I, you know, that brings me back to when the very beginning when this was all happening, which I think everybody was incredibly confused and like, what is this? Is this really scary? Like, should we be all yeah. like, you know, creating a bunker? Like what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just remember be like, I, you know, going to God and be like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the purpose of this? And just getting a real sense of like, this is a catalyst to, to kind of sh- shake up mm-hmm. our society to remove those that are not in alignment with, you know, his intention, which mm-hmm. is love and connection, who are, mm-hmm. you know, representing or, you know, imposing how, whoever you want to call that, whoever's behind the scene in that, uh, you know, that the idea of that, the, the projection of where we are on this path mm-hmm. is not his intention, is not his desire. It's not, it's not how we were created to be. Right. And so that this is a catalyst and is it going to feel uncomfortable? Yes. Yeah. Cause you know, generally like well, for a short period of time, it yes. doesn't have to be long. No. That's the point. And, and it's yeah. often, you know, when you look at the times that societies are the closest, mm-hmm. you know, it's when there's been a hurricane or mm-hmm. a, you know, a natural yeah. disaster and people, you know, their community, they meet their neighbors for the first time exactly. and they're Love rallying and, together. Yeah. And I've met more neighbors in the last two years right. than I have in the last 10. Right. Except, so, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, you know, that's, it's helping us recognize what's important, yeah. what's required, what's necessary. I love so, it. I think um, as we move into this new year um, and, you know, as 2022 unfolds and we can all kind of have a reflection and and really intention for what that's going to look like, I'm excited about it. No matter, you know, what circumstance immediate you know detail is coming mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. just keep the big picture yeah exactly keep the vision vision yeah yeah the vision the picture is grace love connected joy um prosperity abundance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. safety i mean we don't even have to talk about safety because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's just mm-hmm. naturally unfolding and mm-hmm. it can the direction it goes is the is the is the way we actually look at it. Mm-hmm. The direction it takes is where we're looking. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what? I, one of the biggest things is that, you know, I want to take everybody who I love with me and that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So they all got to get on board. <laughs> <laughs> at their own pace. Uh, on the 65 <laughs> foot yacht when I come pick them up. <laughs> right. I'm not well, joking. Hot I'm not joking. <laughs> um, well, thanks for sharing tonight. I think that I love was... It. Um, it was good. I felt like yeah. um, one of the things and the purpose that we've been wanting to really share and connect with people on is just, you know, a message of it's not just about hope, but mm-hmm. of really um, empowerment and encouragement to people that, you know, we always have an opportunity to look at life differently. And, absolutely, you know, this do. is a, obviously a very big topic um, and it influences every little aspect of our life. But that's mm-hmm. that's the essence of you know, what we're really feeling motivated and inspired Absolutely. To Absolutely. It's perfect. Thanks, Lynn. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>